So, Kilty, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm good. It's um, finally sunny in San Francisco because I feel like it goes from, well, it's supposed to be summer everywhere uh, over here. And it's in San Francisco, it's like freezing in, in June and July. <laughs> That's what some friends were telling me. And I find that really hard to believe. But here we go anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're coming out here um, in just a few short weeks, actually. Yeah, super stoked. Probably next week, actually. Nice. I'm I'm uh, I'm excited that that I get to see you face to face. So for for everyone that's tuning in, Kilty is, uh, she's in Hawaii right now. She's in uh, that's where that's where you call home. You're from Hawaii. Yes. Nice, nice. So um, well, let's get started, and we'll we'll dig right in. So we start the show pretty similar every single time, and and the question is why yoga. Um, honestly, I, I can't escape it. It just keeps finding me. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, no, it, it's always been a constant in my life. I, I started practicing when I was, I guess, towards the end of high school and, and in college. And it was just this, um, this outlet for me to get away from the books and, and turn off the brain. And I think that's true for a lot of people and just really getting into the body and, and the physicality of it was, was lovely and unlike anything I'd ever experienced. And that was great. And I actually remember my very first class that I fell in love with. It was in Santa Monica in LA. I was going to school at UCLA and it was at this studio called Yoga Hop, <clears throat> Yoga Hop. And, and it was basically yoga done to like hip hop, pop, Katy Perry music, <laughs> and just like sweat your ass off and have fun and laugh and like not at all a serious practice. And I just had so much fun. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of you can resonate or you, Danny, especially, you know, you get on the mat, you start to feel good physically. And then you leave the studio just thinking, wow, I, I don't know, there's something more to this. I like how I feel. I kind of want more. And then you go again, and then you go again, and again, and again, and then before you know it, you've been going for you know a couple of years, and you realize, wow, there's definitely something more to this than just endorphins. Um, I gotta find out what this is all about, and and then you start to learn about the philosophy and and the lineage, and and it, it turns out to be this <laughs> way bigger thing than I certainly ever anticipated, and you know now here I am several years later as a yoga teacher. Um, but that's how I got into yoga, and and I actually was studying for my bachelor's in engineering, graduated with that, uh, entered the workforce, entered corporate America, and just wasn't absolutely in love with it. Um, <laughs> You're like, no, no thanks, I'm good. <laughs> You're like, cool, yeah. cool story. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine how thrilled my parents were when I said, I don't want to do this anymore, I'm going to teach yoga. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and during that time, I'd been teaching on the side and, and just and practicing. And it was very much, you know, again, this pastime that allowed me to escape, you know, responsibility and, and things I didn't want to be doing. Um, and so when I quit, you know, I quote unquote was mate was using yoga to have temporary income um, realized, you know, what I actually can make enough to pay my bills through teaching yoga. So I'm. Mm -hmm screw it. I'm just going to keep doing this. And here I am. And that's been great. And, you know, of course, as a new yoga teacher, back then I was, I would teach like 
a ridiculous amount of classes, like, I don't know, 20 classes a week. And that is so unsustainable. And yeah, it, it <laughs> yeah that's nuts. <laughs> I would show up to class and I, there was this point when I just realized, you know, I, I don't even remember who was in class or what I taught. And it was this really scary feeling of what are you doing? You can't be sharing this information with people if you have no sense of connection. Like right. that's really irresponsible. It's really disrespectful. And, you know, it's it's not sustainable. So I really scaled back and I, I got really picky and choosy about what classes I wanted to keep, where I wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, and and almost to the point that I, I kind of stopped teaching. Um, not completely, but but it, it definitely I pulled back um, and then kind of got a little bit more clear on what I wanted and, and where I wanted to go. And and then, of course, you know, I, I got involved in other avenues of, of yoga, um, got involved in a teacher training, started doing some workshops. And so that's where I say, you know, it, it always kind of pulled me back. And anytime I've been going through a rough patch, whether it's been with career, whether it's been a friendship, a relationship, um, any sort of dynamic of my life whenever I can get on the mat that's it just brings me back to home base and and it it really clarifies things even if it's the understanding of okay I feel really lost I don't know where I am but I can breathe right period you know and so kind of just to have that point a it's it's I always think about this is probably silly I always think about those big maps when you're in like a shopping mall or an airport or something like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm you find that little red dot on the map that says you are, you are here, here. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find where your destination is and then you can find directions, but you have to find the little red dot first. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I say why yoga just because it's, it always pulls me back, um, to a play to the little red dot. Basically. <laughs> I, I really liked what you said and, and this, so, you know, there's, there's so many different people that listen to the show. Some people are teachers, others are students and, some don't even do yoga. Some just listen to the podcast. And it's a really interesting point as a teacher to come to the realization where you're like, I am not connecting. I'm just kind of being here. I'm just, you're pretty much at that point, just sucking up air in a room and saying words and not connecting with the students. And I think that's so important because unless you're actually there to make that connection, you shouldn't be yeah. there. You should like, there's no, you have no business being in that room doing what you're doing unless you're going to connect with your students. Totally. Totally. I think it's something that gets looked over and it's definitely, you know, we all get, we've all had new teacher syndrome for those of you that have taught yoga. And for those of you that haven't taught yoga, it's, it's pretty common for us to, I mean, I would say so anyway, right? Kilty, like to, we first start teaching and then you just grab everything you can. Like you, <laughs> you're like, I just want to teach as much as possible. And then you get to the point where you're like, oh shit, this is actually not good for me and for everybody yeah. else. But, um, but I mean, coming to that realization is, is big. And I think for some people it doesn't happen until they burn out. And by the time they burn out, they're done. They're just like, Oh cool. That didn't work for me. That was too much work. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I say less, less, uh, less is more at times with, uh, with yoga. And I, and I, I know I, for those of you know, that know me, like I definitely don't need that advice all the time, (laughs) but, uh, but I try it. I try to be more mindful of it. So I want to talk more about, you know, you were saying like connection and and how important it is. And and I think it's funny, you know, uh, like the way I I met you. So I met Kilty in Canada earlier this year back in, it was April or yeah, it was 
Yeah, April. Just before April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were up in Canada for the Lululemon Ambassador Summit, and we just kind of started talking, and boom, it was connection right away. And and now here we are, you know, I would say yoga buddies at this point and, you know, planning stuff to do things in the future. But it's all from having that same, that that like-mindedness. But also, again, it's just that, like, I met you and I was like, okay, she's cool. Yeah, she's in. (laughs) Or it was more like... Oh, Danny's a pretty cool person. I'm going to force you to be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm on the other end like, I need to, I need to get to know her. She's re- she's really pretty and really nice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, going going back to it like, you know, connection and 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 how yoga actually makes us more connected and how what's like I mean, <clears throat> what's your take on it? Like I think for me, and again, I can only always always I can only speak from my experience, but like I never used to be as connected with people. I used to be really guarded. I used to I mean, my students still poke fun at me how they're like, you know, Danny's gonna roll his eyes when someone starts chanting or someone starts having a Dharma <laughs> talk or whatever. And the truth is is yeah, I like I poke fun at all those things all the time because it's funny for me. But yeah. I'm just a big softy that wants to be cracked open. <laughs> yeah, I I completely agree and um you know, it's, I was actually talking to someone the other day and they're saying, you know, Kilty, you say all these things in class of, you know, whether it's a Dharma talk or just, you know, little, little spices thrown in and, and little tidbits of, of thought here and there throughout the practice. Like, where do you get all of this from? And, um, I was just saying, you know, it's, it's not even stuff that I'm trying to inspire the students with. It's just reminders that I need to hear myself breathe or be kind to yourself, or don't be so hard, or whatever it is, you know, and Mm. I think the secret to, to leadership really is super simple, you know, you do what you believe in, you paint a picture of the future, you go there, and people are going to follow, not everyone, but the people that you resonate with, and the people that you connect with the most at that point in time, they will follow, Mm. and when we create a tribe not just even as yoga teachers, but a, a tribe as, you know, a, as an individual in a community, it's attracting to others to be a part of that tribe. And really, you just need two things. You need a shared interest and a way to communicate. And so as yoga teachers, we, you know, have that perfect platform exactly to communicate. You know, you show up in a class or students show up in a class and 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 they get to listen. And that's great. Um, and it, it just like the best example I can think of is like any big drama movie, you know, the, the lead character, she states what she believes in. She doesn't care if anyone else follows and she's aware of what she believes in. Mm -hmm. So I think ultimately this idea of, of creating a tribe and connection, it starts with being connected with the self, um, capital S self, you know, having a, a bigger understanding of who am I, Um, what do I believe in? Where am I going? And then once you have that foundation, then you can start to surround yourself with the people who are going to support you in that movement. Mm -hmm. And the hard part, I think for me in connecting with other people, um, and even finding the time to connect with myself, whether it's journaling, whether it's meditating, whether it's whatever it is, is at the end of the day, you got to do the work. You know, it's, I took a class the other day and, and the teacher said something perfect. She was like, you know, no one can open your hips for you. You got to do the work. And I was like, yeah. That's a really good point. And until 
your hips are open, you don't know that they're not open. Right. Right. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I think at the end of the day, connection is, is just something that you have to experience. And, and until you do, you don't really know what it's about. How do you find like, okay, so let's say you're a student going into a public class and yoga, <laughs> you know, although there's this, this feeling of Kula and community, um, you practice it as an individual on your mat, you know, like you're kind of, you're doing your own thing. How do you, how do you, for you, or what would you say is a great way to, to, to bridge that into connection with other people and with other students? Cause I'm a firm believer. I mean, every time I start class, everyone has to stand up and introduce themselves to two people they don't know. Like, it's just, it's just the way things go down every single yeah. time, you know, because we're in that room together for 90 minutes. Like let's get to know each other really quick. Yeah. Um, well, my, something I always do in every class, um, I go around and I just say, Hey, how are you doing today? Who are you? And you know, is there anything you want to make sure we do? Don't do what, how are you today? Um, and usually in doing that, it it ends up being a conversation with the little group around us, not just Mm one-on-one. Um, so I think as, as a teacher, it makes it a little easier just because, you know, you have that that stance of authority and basically I'll say, okay, you two meet each other. You're going to be friends. Right. Um, but as a student, I'll often go into a class and it's so lovely to be next to someone that I've not talked to. I haven't even had eye contact with and literally just to share a breath, like to hear someone next to me take such a deep inhale. Mm -hmm. It's almost like this feeling of relief. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the class, even to even if I don't have a conversation with that same person, there's just this shared moment of, wow, that was really lovely. Thank you. Um, and, and it wouldn't be the same, you know, if, if I had the same playlist, had the same postures, had the same cueing instructions, you know, uh, from an online class or something. If there's not someone next to me, it feels different. Each person brings such a unique energy into the room. Mm-hmm. And and you can feel it, you know, it's like sitting in a room of 10 people versus sitting in a room of five people. You can feel that there's a different energy. Um, so I think showing up on the mat in community classes is, is great. Um, but I also think at the same time that showing up on your mat at home or, or in the park or it doesn't even have to be on a mat, right? Yeah, um, but yeah. just showing up and, and having time to connect with your own thoughts in your own heart and, and your own calling is, is super, super important. And if you're not willing to do that, when you show up on the mat in a group setting, or if you show up in a community, it's, it's going to be a little harder. Yeah. It's, it's a really good point too. I mean, if you're, I think we get caught up in the whole like, well, the yoga has to look this way. It has to look and these the shapes and we get caught up on, on just exactly that, the shapes and what it's supposed to look like when in all actuality, it's like, well, what do you want it to feel like? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how do you want to, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel connected? Do you want to feel disconnected? Are you trying to let go of something? Are you trying to connect to something? Are you trying to, you know, like, coming from a place of what the practice needs to feel like and not what it looks like, I think is really important to find that deeper connection. Totally. It's about getting, you know, a shape into your body, not your body into a shape. Yes. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Say that one more time so that we all get to hear it again. (laughs) Um, Oh, shoot. 
It's about now I can't repeat it. It's about getting your your getting a shape into your body, not your body into a shape. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me to repeat things. I'm gonna coin that one as my own. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Your secret safe with me and everyone listening. Yeah, right. Yeah, only the the other hundred people that are uh, listening to the show. But I made it up, guys. It's all me. <laughs> No, in all seriousness, though, it's, um, you know, everything, my, my philosophy is that everything we do on the mat is just a practice for what we do off of the mat. And then what we do off of the mat really shows up with what we do on the mat. So it ends up being this, this cycle. And if, you know, you're trying to get into, I don't know, an arm balance or, 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 or chaturanga or whatever it is, right. And you're having challenge, how, how do you face that challenge? Do you just try to plow through it? Do you take a step back and breathe through it? Do you give it a rest and come back a month later? You know, and then what challenges in your in your life are you facing? Is it, you know, an argument in a relationship with your partner? Is it something happening at work? Okay, do you plow through it? Do you, you know, run and hide? Do you what how do you react? And more often than not, you can definitely, at least I can, maybe not you, but I can see the similarities mm -hmm. between what's happening on my mat and what's happening in off my mat. And I, f I think we forget that yoga training isn't yoga training. It's like life training. Like the, oh, seriously. You can if you can distract your mind and stress your body and stay stable, like chances are that's going to translate in the outside world. Yeah, hands down. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of uh, more connections, me and you have a connection coming up. I'm so excited. Yeah. So Kilty and I are going to be uh, co-teaching um, a public class here in San Francisco. Um, and we're actually doing it on Monday, July 17th at 6.15 Yoga Tree Haze. And so we're going to do a little uh, little buddy up duo. Yes. I'm excited. This I'm is, so excited. This is your first San Francisco debut. Yeah, I know. I, I really can't wait. Yeah, I've been talking it up a little bit, so. <laughs> Prime time. <laughs> no, it'll be good. So for those of you, you know, wanted to or wanted to come check out Kilty or coming uh, coming to visit us up at the studio, come hang out. It should be a, a really, really, really fun class. Yes, we'll definitely be putting some shapes into our bodies. Yes, for sure. And not bodies <laughs> into our shapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right on, Kilty. Well, what else do you have going on? You have uh, I'll, I'll post your public, um, I'll post your website and stuff on the uh, on the show notes. But do you have any other stuff coming up or any workshops oh, or anything um, else? No. Well, I'm gonna be releasing some classes online, which will be great. So if any of you who come to class with me and Danny um, want to get more of me, but you can't make it to Hawaii, then definitely you'll be able to find my classes online. So really stoked about that. Um, definite have a women's retreat coming up. Um, haven't locked in dates yet, but that'll be in Hawaii. So if any of you ladies want to come to the North shore of Oahu and just get, um, swept away with, with the beauty of the ocean and, and what be it, then come join me and Noalani and Kelly, um, also fellow ambassadors with Lululemon and otherwise just some travels um and a handful of workshops here on oahu nice awesome yeah well i'll make so sure you'll be able to find all of that information on my website cool i'll make sure i uh, i post it all in the notes all right well until uh until the next yogi misfit session this is kilty and danny saying peace out how would you say peace out in hawaii um
Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted something more creative, but that's all I got for you. Aloha works. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs>